Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I am unmiked. Basically, I'm speaking into the phone as I began doing almost three years ago. And I promise you, it's going to be fun because it is documentary December, and I'm just going to do this by the seat of my pants because I don't wear underwear. You probably didn't want to know that, but it's part of the podcast. Je ne sais quoi. It's honesty. Also could say that I don't like the documentary Woodstock because you can see how bloated it truly is. I always preferred the Monterey Pop Festival, you know, um, and also a documentary that I'm going to talk about tonight, Festival Express. And this is, of course, especially for my Canadian friends, my Canadian audience, because I'm not just in the U.S., uh, Podcast-wise, I'm heard all over the world, and I'm aware of that, and I'm grateful for that. And so I owe it to all of you. And so my Canadian fans, who are amazing, the LNC666, I figured, you know, I'm going to talk about a documentary that I love that takes place in your home country. Festival Express. It occurred in 1970. Strangely, months later, Janis Joplin would be gone. This is an amazing moment. You have the Grateful Dead. You have Janis Joplin, the Flying Burrito Brothers, Buddy Guy, the band. What what could be better? They they drive that train all throughout Canada in the summer of 1970. And for years, the footage of this, they didn't know where it was, and they found it years later. They restored it, they restored the soundtracks, and boom, you have Festival Express. This is truly a train that's just, it's not just gliding down that track. This train is chugging down that track with a little bit of hallucinogenics, a lot of drink, a lot of partying. I mean, they, as Bob Weir of the Grateful Dead said, we achieved liftoff. And they truly did. They pulled up to a liquor store in this documentary and bought the place out. Okay. These are people at the top of their powers. Think of it. The Grateful Dead and Janis Joplin jamming together. And Jerry Garcia turns to Janis as they're singing. And he says, you know, Janis, I loved you the first time I saw you, ever met you. Isn't that beautiful? That moment that they all share together. And that's the beauty of Festival Express. We're not going to play any clips. I'm just going to talk about from the heart what Festival Express means to me. It came out in 2004. On DVD, Blu-ray. It's truly an amazing moment to watch. Before that, I wasn't a fan of the band or the Grateful Dead. Janis Joplin, I mean, Janis Joplin is Janis Joplin. She is eternal. She's the queen of rock. First, foremost, queen of rock. Nobody can touch her. And what Festival Express does is it gives us this moment in time where everyone was alive experiencing life and chugging along on this train. I mean, it is truly a magical moment to watch and then to have the musicians who are still with us talk about it. Members of the Grateful Dead, Buddy Guy, the Flying Burrito Brothers, members of the band talking about Festival Express, talking about Janice, whom they can only see now in this film. They miss her dearly. Jerry Garcia. Oh, my God. 
They sing, you know, and the the documentary opens with, of course, the Grateful Dead driving that train high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Trouble ahead. I'm going to get in trouble for singing that, but oh well. You know, and nothing tops Janice singing Cry Baby and Tell Mama all about it. And right before she does that, they they give her um, uh, a train to remember. And she's like, next time you throw a party with a train, invite me, man. And she's like, you know, this this is a gift from me. She gives it to the producers and managers. This is a gift from me. It's a case of tequila. The tequila is for remembering the train. Yeah, they all have that life in them. It's a beautiful moment to watch Festival Express. I mean, that's where I became a fan of Buddy Guy. I I had been listening to him, and here is this man. I mean, this is the beginning. You know, Jimi Hendrix was still alive. A lot of people were still alive. Festival Express captures a moment where these musicians, Canadian and American musicians, come together. And they really rock that festival. And that train. That train was not really on a track. It was a lot of hallucinogenics and a lot of alcohol. And that train buzzed along Canada. It is a magical moment. And there's a great moment where Janice Joplin, they've, they've finished jamming together. And she says, are we in Calgary yet? Are we in Calgary yet? And... Alberta, and she looks at Jerry Garcia, and she's like, "Alberta, don't let your hair down." Yeah, it's it's a great moment, and Festival Express. I recommend it to all of you, all over the world, especially my friends in Canada. I have family in Canada. Canada is a landscape that intrigues me. It always has. I mean, some of the greatest musicians come from Canada. Some of the greatest minds. And people, people that I talk to daily, come from Canada. They live the music. They live the air. They live the atmosphere. It is truly a new world. And in Festival Express, you get that. You get these musicians who are at the top of their game. And they get to tell each other what they mean to one another. Whether they're high, drunk, or just chugging along on that Festival Express. That Festival Express is a moment. It's a moment for you and I to see through this peephole of these musicians. Jerry Garcia, Janis Joplin, the Grateful Dead, the Flying Burrito Brothers, the band. The band, you know, the band were originally Bob Dylan's band. That's why they were called The Band. And they're all there, you know. They're singing um, uh, The Weight... They're singing, you know, uh, The Night They Drove Dixie. I mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And Buddy Guy. And what's funny is a year after Festival Express came out, Buddy Guy went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I know that doesn't matter to some people, but you know Buddy Guy loved it. Buddy Guy got inducted by Eric Clapton and his good friend, B.B. King. It doesn't get any better than that. When B.B. King and Eric Clapton are up there like, Buddy Guy, we love you. 
And that's why I love this documentary of Festival Express. You, you are given an opportunity to listen to these artists that you wouldn't necessarily listen to in Canada on a train. They're even playing on the train. That train is not just gliding. It's blasting. It's music. It's life. It's poetry. It's booze. It's all those eccentricities that these musicians all share on the Festival Express. There's a lot to say about Festival Express. There's a lot that we don't know about Festival Express. And we'll be back after these messages because I'm going to tell you some things about Festival Express. Stay tuned. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Documentary December. Coming back. Danko, if he's okay, <laughs> this is this is a great documentary. Um, it was a great idea. Here we go. Of course, by this point, it had reached Canada. The idea that all these festivals really should be free. Just in front of the festival, we received this leaflet that told people to boycott buying tickets for this festival, and it said that you know, this, you know, this is our music. Fourteen dollars is an outrageous fee, and the festival should be free. As I recall, there were some people who were quite vocal about thinking that the musicians should be playing. We should be playing for free, regardless of the expense that it takes for us to get there, and and the fact that we need to uh, make a living. Details like that. I had. $27,000 worth of pay-duty police, 400 men a shift, and I had uh, them on horseback. Um, and I had a good relationship with the police department. So I knew I was going to be facing protesters, and um, I was prepared for that. There are a hell of a lot of people out there. They're having their heads busted, but they're paid. And why don't... He made his money. Why don't you let them in now? See what I mean? The pigs are inside. He's a pig like the rest of them. Hey, could uh, everybody calm down for a minute? Uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold it. We're trying to do something. And, and Jerry Garcia would like to explain to you exactly what we're trying to do uh the thing we're trying to do is organize 
another sort of scene that we can have here. And uh, we would like, if possible, man, to have like about a half hour of just coolness so that we can work something out that would be an alternative to all this hassling and see if we can avoid getting people hurt. You have to remember, man, that somebody put their neck out to put on a festival here. They didn't have to do it. All this stuff is like uh, voluntary in nature. Now we're trying to make, put on a free stage, man. You don't have to go for it. You can believe it or not, but that's where it's at right now. Be back in a while. Talk to uh, Superintendent Art Walmer of uh, uh, Metro's Finest. And uh, I said, uh, there's a little park uh, not far from here. Why don't we set up a free concert over there? And um, he said, uh, no problem. He said, good idea. Um, we finally got all that together that we were talking about before for the people outside. Here's Sam Cutler, the manager of the Grateful Dead, to explain it all to you. Uh, what we managed to get together is two flatbed trucks and we'll be over in uh, Coronation Park. It seemed to us as long as we were there we could go ahead and play something for free and we did. And see, it takes the Grateful Dead to basically bring it down in terms of bring bring the you know everyone to a loving uh, moment. And that's what Festival Express represents hmm nothing beats the band playing slipping in and sliding yeah nothing beats it it's a beautiful moment this is a beautiful documentary here we go that's festival express isn't that amazing to have these musicians all coming together in the summer of 1970 and this has been a joyous experience to record these documentaries sometimes it's like oh god i don't want to just phone it in and i'm being honest i'm being completely honest Mm. here we go Festival Express, directed by Bob Smeaton.
running at 90 minutes released. Oh, it started out, hello, fitting, at the Toronto Film Festival in 2003. Released in 2004 by Think Film. Mm. Let's see here. Transcontinental Pop Festival venues. Montreal. Toronto. Winnipeg. Calgary. Vancouver. All taking place from June 24th of 1970 to July 4th. July 4th and 5th of 1970. Mm. This is amazing. I love this documentary. So because so this is what happened. Because the Festival Express Tour turned out to be a complete disaster, the promoters inje- injected the film footage and the film project was shelved soon afterwards, as the footage mysteriously disappeared. Some of the film reels turned up in the garage of the original producer, Wilhelm Pullman, where they had been restored decades and used at various times at goalposts for ball hockey games played by his son Gavin when he was a teenager. The plan to resurrect the film was started in 1999 by executive producer Garth Douglas and story consultant James Collingham, who found many more reels in the Canadian National Film Registry archives vault, where it had been kept in pristine condition unknown to the world. Garth, not in touch with Gavin, who had grown up to become a film producer based in London, England. Gavin produced the film together with his old high school friend, John Trapman, who had played in some of the, those uh, ball hockey games. And Bob Smeaton, double Grammy award-winning director of the Beatles anthology, was brought on board. The music tracks were mixed at Toronto's Metalworks Studios and produced by Eddie Kramer, Jimi Hendrix producer, and engineer for Led Zeppelin, Woodstock, and Derek and the Dominoes live in concert. The film was produced by London-based Apollo Films. Isn't that amazing? Hmm. The film earned $1.2 million at the box office and went straight to number one on the DVD chart. Legacy. Hmm. The Big Easy Express. Hello. Mumford and Sons, they, they copied that name. The Grateful Dead lyricist Robert Hunter was on the trip and soon after wrote Might As Well, a song filled with imagery from the legendary trip that was often played live by the Grateful Dead, but released as a studio tune on the 1976 Jerry Garcia solo album, Reflections. NFL quarterback Joe Cap can be seen in football pads and sweats during the crowd shots of Dead's performance of New Speedway Boogie. That's Festival Express. That 1970 summer of music in a train traveling throughout Canada. I've enjoyed this. I hope you enjoy it as well. Festival Express. It's on DVD. It's on Blu-ray. It's on iTunes. I imagine it's on Netflix. If not, message me. As always, Unpleasant Dreams. Documentary December in full effect. Mm-hmm.